Okay, here we are, Monday Voice. Uh, today, we feature Fred Weber. Hi, Fred. Hey. How are you? I'm good. Welcome. We'll let you talk about yourself here in a minute, but uh, on behalf of the Masco family, uh, the Maddox family, we want to just have a brief moment of silence for Lori. Um, Lori passed away last week. All right, Chris. What'd you do this weekend? We always talk about weekend stuff. Sectional track meet. That's did right. Good. Saturday, right? Yeah, Saturday. And then we got qualified for state and three things Addie did. And then we had a rate delay for about three hours for long jump. Wow. She missed it by an inch. So she made three out of four. It's not That's bad. good. Yeah, That's good. real good. Anything yesterday? No. Yard work. Listen to Chatham get all the rain. Yeah, we had that. I, I kept texting you. We weren't getting any of it. Yeah, no. It, uh, Saturday, I got my mowing done. But I'll tell you what. I've never seen... As my wife said, I'm old, which I am. I've never seen so much hail come down eight different times. 1030 was the last. We had a little over 10 inches of rain. Everything I planted, garden-wise, gone. I mean, when you have golf ball size hail, you know, it's it was crazy. But no cooking because I was going to try to do that. Didn't get that done. Uh, and that's very odd, you know, rare for me, I guess. But, Fred, what would you do? you do anything this weekend? Well, I traveled to southern Illinois on Friday. It's my daughter's 16th birthday. And my son had a basketball tournament in Cape Girardeau, Missouri. So, but he is not playing right now because he dislocated his knee five weeks ago. Oh, yeah. And we still, we're not sure if we need surgery yet or not because we're waiting on the swelling to go down mm. to find out. So, we participated in some basketball, got to experience southern Illinois a little bit and see some family and drove back yesterday and woke up this morning to a tree that fell on my Yukon. No way. So, yeah, yeah. Not so, good. So that was fun. Not good. I wonder why you, you came in the big limo beast. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, I bought that thinking that all the kids would ride with us to all the events. And it's really just like my wife's vehicle that she drives herself. And well, everybody you, wants to ride I think you, think you bought it to pull the boat, too, though. <laughs> yeah, right? I did. Yeah. I, did buy it I remember that boat. conversation. <laughs> now it's the Hollymobile. So. It is the Hollymobile, yeah. So Fred, what what are you all about? Because we were just talking a little bit off uh, air that I can't, I don't know what you're called. I mean, you're all over the place. Uh, you're flat branch, home branch. I don't know what what are you. So uh, I am the team leader and senior mortgage banker with the Capital Mortgage Team at powered by Flat Branch Home Loans. So in November of 2021, I started my own mortgage team and grew because we were growing so fast at the time. And what we did, the reason for that was so that we could continue to pool our resources and bring in and use it as a recruiting tool to attract local talent or talent all over the country to grow our mortgage team. And it's, I had, a, I had a decision to make. Do I try to just grow my business only or do I try and scale and create like a national or a regionalized uh, mortgage team? And I chose to go that route. Definitely a learning experience and lots of road bumps along the way, um, whether it be loss in production, not having ego, and losing referral partners that were used to working with you and, you know, training and teaching people. But out of that, I was able to open an office in my hometown, which was a big deal to me, Yeah, uh, considering the, the lifestyle that I had growing up. And then um, our goal is to continue down the I-24 corridor. All the way down to Nashville, Tennessee. That's great. So, so your hometown, Murfreesboro. I Murfreesboro, right? Illinois, yeah. Home of the Red Devils. And 17th Street Barbecue. We That's true. Yeah. We can't miss that one. Did no. you have that this weekend? I did not. Why? I went to... Well, why not? Uh, my daughter wanted uh, Mexican. Okay. So yeah. we went to a Mexican joint. It used to be a... Uh, a little bar just outside of Murfreesboro, and now it's a Mexican joint. And so we stopped in there and had Mexican. My dad was able to come, and uh, my brother and his family. And so good. Well, we got a few questions for you. How you know? 
I guess one is what's you know what the current interest rates are today. I don't because it just woke up. Well, that's fine. <laughs> that's fine. And I think it changes, don't it? it, it so changes. the interest rates all over the place. So the Fed announcement on Tuesday or Thursday of last this Thursday of last week, and rates dropped right right away, and right. then they rebounded. And we're on this roller coaster right now, but they're staying when you know high fives, low sixes, mid sixes, depending on credit score and your loan amount. Your interest rates vary can vary quite a bit. So. Mm-hmm. The thing that we run into a lot is people don't want to buy houses because we have higher interest rates. What is it? Don't wait to buy real estate. Buy real estate and wait. That's yeah, a term right. that you should use because right. the value of real estate is always going to go up, and especially with our where our current environment is and lack of inventory. So interest rates, if that's the most important thing to you, then don't buy a home. Right. But if it's not the most important thing to you, then you should be buying a home. So, so, you know, you always hear out there, you have to have a perfect credit score to buy a home. That's not true. It's not true. Right. So isn't there uh, something coming out about that too? There, didn't they just pass so the big thing that? we've heard a lot about like LLP, they're called L- loan level price adjustments, LLPAs by Fannie and Freddie. And then, uh, Ginny May, which is the federal arm of the equivalent, which is backed by the federal government for, uh, Fannie and Freddie, which is a government sponsored enterprise. But then you have an actual government enterprise, which is Ginny May, which is, uh, FHA. USDA and uh, the VA, they're going to have their own loan level price adjustments too. They're called something else, but it's big. what all they're trying to do is they've spread out the credit score requirements. It used to be at 740, you got the best interest rate. Now we're saying at 780, you get the best interest rate. So, but what they're trying to say is that because we're charging, because they're charging points for those. Uh, brackets at 720, 740, 760 that they're trying to subsidize the lower credit scores. But what we're trying to, what they're really trying to do is to get the people with lower credit scores, which is Gen Z, to not be afraid to go buy a home right now because their generalized idea of buying a home is that you have to have 20% down and you have to be really wealthy in order to buy a home. And that's just not the case. Mm-hmm. And there's this weird conception out there, and I blame the media for it, right? You can only buy a home if you're rich. That's not true. Right. So, right. My, and that's the purpose of my goal. Like, I'm the first person in my family to own a home. Um, I rented my whole life. I didn't buy my first home until I was 36 years old due to identity theft and some other reasons, too. And, like, it's, I've made it a mission of my own to, like, hey, we're going to help people buy houses. And we're going to get the word out there. It's not as hard as yeah. that people yeah. think it is. Yeah. So, when, so you, when you guys talk about underwriting, what is that? It's verifying that you qualify for the program loan program that you're trying to uh, qual- to buy, to use to buy, purchase a home. So there's multiple loan programs: FHA, VA, USDA, uh, conventional. Then there's three percent, five percent. There's a like home ready, home possible, all kinds of loan programs out there. The idea is is that your loan officer hopefully they put you into a clear mortgage plan and put you on a path to success that says, hey, we think you can qualify for this loan program. And so the underwriter then goes and verifies all the documentation and assets and all that to make sure that you can qualify for that loan program so that we can fund it. We call it funding. Got it. Okay. So, What are some of the tax benefits of home ownership? Well, you get a property tax deduction. That's good. When you file your income taxes. Good. I took these off your uh, Facebook. So. Yeah, I bet you did yeah, the Mythbusters. You're, you're on the spot. <laughs> I'm so. on the spot. Yeah, the Mythbusters. You remember. Yeah, yeah. I remember the Mythbusters. Yeah. We've actually created a whole uh, email blast out of that stuff on sending out the Mythbusters. And I actually have a radio program, my radio marketing advertising program through the Mythbusters. I'm trying to cheat a little bit. <laughs> yeah, I, I see you looking at my questions. So the there's several. You have the, the your, you can claim it on your income taxes, your property taxes the benefit too is that if you're eventually able to get become an investor right and using that as a uh, income tax deduction the the advantage to home ownership is that that you're talking about with the interest rates or pro- owning a home and when it comes to taxes that you're going to pay rent 
or you're going to have a mortgage. When you're paying rent, what do you get from that other than a place to live? There's no long-term benefit. There's no property tax deduction on your income taxes. There's no wealth. There's no wealth building. Now, it may make sense if you're going to be there for a year and you're moving to another part of the country, but if you're going to be there two plus years, why not invest into something over the last three years that's gained almost 25% in value that when you go to sell, after you pay your realtor, you're still making money and you've gotten tax deductions out of it or tax write-offs, I guess is the correct term, but... You did good. I yeah, think you did good. So what? I, uh, I'm actually pretty good at it. Yeah. Well, I think so. Yeah, I believe that. Uh, what steps do does a homeowner have to take to get pre qualified? You need to apply first. First step is to apply. A lot of people want like what we call analysis by paralysis. They want to know every single little detail in order to move forward. And unfortunately, we don't know the details until we have your application. And then out of that application, we ask certain questions to understand your credit profile, your loan profile, your financial profile, and financial history, your income history. So the first step is to apply. And then we're going to ask you for documentation based off that application. There's some basic documentation that we ask for um, that everyone is going to have to provide at some point. But really, it's that application that starts the process. Gotcha. So, I mean, I guess if somebody would step up and say, why use you? Why not? Well, that's great, but <laughs> there's, a, there's a lot of opportunity and choice a, out there, right? I had a college class. Yeah. I, uh, I think it was um, oh, a Logic, and the teacher, her name was Maud Graham, and John A. Logan in uh, Carterville, and she walked in, and the first day she wrote Y with a question mark and walked out. That was it? <laughs> that was it. That was the first class. That was it. What, answer back, why not? I, that's all I said. I said, why not? And got up and walked out. Probably why I didn't pass that class. It doesn't work on our podcast, <laughs> by the way. So, But out of seriousness, why? You know why? There's so many opportunities out I there. I don't – so two things. I'm going to start with that I think there's a lot of great lenders in Springfield. So I don't want to take any – say that I'm better or worse than anyone else. I'm going to talk about why I think people should use us because of our background, our diversity – um, our expertise, our availability, our process, our follow-up, our continued process. Like we, I don't know what it's like for you guys in your industry, but once you close on a home loan with us, we're not done with you, right? You follow up and our follow-up. So I'll reach out to you. We're at 30, 60, 90 with emails and phone calls. We do a, a mortgage anniversary call. We do a mortgage anniversary email. We're available. 99% of my customers have my cell phone so they can just text me. The big thing is property taxes right now. So the, I don't want to say that other people aren't doing this, but that's what we do, right? And we're available. You know, we've won several deals, I guess, or loans on the weekends because other people wouldn't answer the phone. And we provide value to the community, too. We've made Springfield our home. I've, like, we've talked about this. Like, when we moved here in 2009 and I started on this entrepreneur mindset, we made a decision to make Springfield a better place, and this is how we're choosing to do that. I'm not saying that no one else isn't doing that either, but that's our mission. Our goal is to be heavily involved in the community and make a difference. Well, you're racing to get, you know, like, say, top of mind, man. I mean, it's, you know, you've got a lot of competition out there, like we do, Mm -hmm. you know. So we're always thinking things like doing this is, you know, we talked off air. This is one of the... The th- reasons why we're doing this is our competition isn't, isn't doing it. I read a book called Bottom of the Pool by Andy Andrews, and there I talk about this a lot. And this they played a game called the Dolphin Game. And the Dolphin Game, they're kids, and they go to the pool in the summer, and they just circle up, and they try to jump out of the water from the deep end as high as possible as they're treading water. And this the same kid won every single time. And he because he's bigger, stronger, and faster than the rest of the kids, he could just jump out of the, out of the water higher. 
So one day they're all circled up and they're going around and one kid, instead of going up, goes down first, goes all the way to the bottom and pushes as hard as he can off the bottom and jumps almost all the way out of the water. And everybody freaked out. And then the one kid who always won said, hey, you can't do that. And there was no rule. And everyone was like, what do you mean you can't do that? And the reason I'm telling that story is you have to learn how to play at a level that your competition doesn't even know a game's being played. And that's what that book taught me is like, how do we separate ourselves on a high plane to put ourselves above all that mm-hmm. and play at a different level? Yeah. And you know, in some cases like us, we don't really have the money to play in the, you know, in the big leagues, yeah. but you can find ways, yeah. right? I mean, that's why, you know, when we look at it, it's, you know, you kind of ask me like, how'd you start this? Well, we were just sitting around first of the year and we decided that, hey, we need to be different. Let's do this. Let's do some universities. Let's do some seminars in our building. We know some other competitions doing that in other states. And we had our first one. And what happened? Had a great turnout. Oh, yeah. So, the universities are had a good return on investment. Yep. So we're going to continue to do that. But And like you, social media. Uh, a lot of people are talking about it. You know, all the different formats we're on, we're involved in the community as we see each other quite a bit in the community. You know, we can always laugh about Andy Lunt that who likes to stay out of this room, but uh, Andy's involved as well. But I see Andy everywhere. Andy is everywhere. So. First thing he said to me when I walked in, he said, I don't see you as much anymore. Yeah. It's like, oh, it means I've been going to the events. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. But, uh, you know. But that is, that's necessary to be involved in the community. I mean, wouldn't you agree? Because you are. I mean, you're everywhere as well. So Yeah, we, we I'll put it this way. As a kid, I always thought that the people who made it were the people that were seen all the time. And from a business perspective, people do business with people they know, like, and trust. Mm-hmm. And the only way they get to know you and like you is if they see you and get to talk to you. Yeah. So that's part of our model. And that's why we're so active on social media, too, because the idea TikTok has changed the game for business in general. You got guys that weren't doing any business and now now consider expert, experts in our field because they get 350,000 likes on a post that makes absolutely no sense and is absolute garbage. But people are liking it and asking them questions and it's creating engagement. So there, they people trust those platforms. So how do you use that as leverage to create more business, create more reach or influence? Yeah, yeah it, and it is. It's it depends on what 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 day, what time you, you post. Yeah. Um, like I was saying, we did a, a thing on floor equipment, and I can't believe how many impressions it it got. It'll probably get more than this, and it makes I no hope so. sense. It makes no sense, but you know, we just we couldn't understand that. And and Lee was nervous when he when he came on. He's like, I've never done this before. He talked with his hands a lot, but. Like he did a really good job. Yeah, well, yeah. we all do, I think. So I'm trying to keep still so I don't make noise. But, uh, you know, yeah, but it, you know, we um, we appreciate what you do to the community. We appreciate been following your business. You know, you're, I mean, it's impressive. So keep it up. How can we get a hold of you? How can they get a hold of you? Well, the easiest way to get a hold of me is find me on social media. So I'm TikTok, Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, which it's Home Loan Jedi. If you're going to find me on Snapchat. There is some personal stuff mixed in there, too. Um and we were just talking about that before, but my phone number is 217-820-4700, and our website is capitalmortgageteam.com. And then let's uh, just briefly on the Murfreesboro location. So that's pretty cool. I mean, that's that's got to be, as you said, I think that feels really good because that's hometown. Oh, yeah. Yeah, hometown. absolutely. And it looks like just from social media, that's doing pretty well. So Yeah, I have a guy down there. His name's Jared Sanders. He... So I was going there regardless, and I was being recruited by another company at the time, and Jared had reached out to me, and we had had a phone conversation. He came and met us at the barbecue championships that they have in Murfreesboro every year, which we sponsor, and Jared was like, called me a week after, and he said, hey, instead of us competing, why don't I just join your team? 
No way. And I was, yeah, I was like, well, I said, I appreciate you doing that because I definitely wasn't going to join yours. <laughs> but he joined our team. We opened the office. He's doing really well. His application counts in the top five in the company. Um, we plugged him into our process, which is really successful. The key, though, that you talked about is having a plan, executing the plan, and then adjusting the process as you move forward. Mm-hmm. And we've done a really good job of that with Jared. That's good. That's Do you guys sell, like, so your customers, when you get their information and you're done with them, can you sell their information or pass their information on to other? Usually if there's a guy in a back alley I meet and I drop off yeah. a couple of folders. Well, because some people talk about that, and I didn't know if that's. It's not. We're not allowed to. Okay. Um, so what happens is, is any time that you plug information into getting your credit checked, or if you buy a home and you record a county deed, mm-hmm. and this is where a lot of this comes from, is they think it's the mortgage company selling their information, but that's all public information. So the credit bureaus are selling your info. Even though they're charging us to review your credit, they take that same information and sell it to other people based on what are called um, trigger leads. So every time you get your credit checked, they'll sell it to another mortgage company, and that mortgage company will then call you for a home loan. But once you buy a home and you record that deed with the county, there's companies out there that research all that public information and then sell that information out. Got it. So that's why you get all that stuff after closing. It looks like, oh, uh, it'll look like it came from Flat Branch Home Loans, but it just says, oh, warranty deed, Flat Branch Home Loans. And then you come to find out that it's some weird company out of New York or the right. mortgage insurance stuff. So they we get the blame for that, but it's because it's all public information. And there's people out there huh. who want to spend a lot of money to research that and then sell it again. Because there's a lot of money in it. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. And that, huh. that actually was a stage question because somebody said, hey, you're having Fred come in. Uh, ask him that question because I think it happened to them. So, yeah. so hopefully he hears this and he understands that, hey, it wasn't Fred. It wasn't Flat Branch. No, we don't. It we happens. can't. We were, we were federal. So that's called sensitive personal information. We call it SPY. And if we get caught giving that information away, the CFPB, the Federal Trade Commission, um, who, what else is there? The uh, Debt Collection Act or whatever it is, like we'll get shut down in a heartbeat. We're so over, right? Like. Someone could walk in my office today and go, hey, I want to give me your laptop from the IDFPR. I'd be like, here you go. There's nothing I can do about it. No kidding. And if I don't do it, they can shut me down right then and there. Wow. So the <laughs> idea that we're out here, like the idea that mortgage companies were these bad guys for a long time, it's not true. Like, yeah. At any point in time, someone could walk in my office and go, I want all your information. And I'm like, all right, here you go. And it's you all yours. There's nothing I can do. Yeah. Wow. Right, so. Well, your best is to do it. Stuff. Yeah, I don't have yeah, and not do yeah. anything stupid. So well, glad you uh, were able to take the time to come in today mm-hmm. and uh, make sure you like, share, tag, and do everything you need to on social media. Let's get these impressions up. But uh, we appreciate you coming into the yeah, boys today. absolutely. I'm going to have you guys come to mine at some point. So please good. return the favor. <clears throat> that sounds good. Sounds good. All right, guys. Thank you. 